Freedom Fridays. In this episode of Freedom Fridays, we are going to discuss training your children biblically. Now, the most popular verse when we talk about training our children is probably Proverbs 22 and verse 6. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, often when we go to this verse, we think about the latter half of the verse and the encouragement it is to parents of a wayward child. And they say, you know, that isn't what, how we trained them to be. That isn't what we taught them. Um, and it's an encouragement that God will work in their hearts at some point in some uh, manner uh, to try and return them to their faith. Um, however, many times we completely gloss over the first part of the verse. Train up a child in the way he should go. Now, what does that entail? And who is he speaking to? He is speaking to the father, specifically to the parents, generally. And he's saying, you need to train up your children. It is your responsibility to train up your children. It's not the government's responsibility. It's not the community's responsibility. Folks, it's not even the church's responsibility. I know. We, we do that all the time. We farm out our responsibility. And you say, well, I've delegated that responsibility in that area to the government or to the community or to the church in uh, spiritual matters. But that's not, that's not where the scripture puts that responsibility. That responsibility is upon the parents. And if you tell me that you've delegated that responsibility or that authority to someone else, let me ask you a question. Do you know what they're teaching your children? I know that's a tough question. Do you know? Because it's your responsibility. And so if you don't know what they're teaching your children, then you are, boy, it's hard to say it, but you're derelict in your duties. You're not doing what you should do. Your responsibility is to make sure that your child is trained up in the way he should go. Now, what is the way he should go? Is that the way you want them to go? Is that the career that you want them to choose? Is that the church that you want them to go to? The, um, the family that you want them to have? None of those. That is the way he should go. Who has the authority to define the way that your children should go? It's not you. You say, well, I've got the responsibility to train them up. Why don't I have the responsibility to determine how to train them or what to train them? Because it's already been given. In fact, it's not your child's responsibility to determine where they should go or the way they should go either. See, our society has this completely backwards now. We go into um, high school and into college 
And at the end of high school, we asked children, what do you want to do in life? Speaking of their career or their vocation. And we've laid it on them something that's not even theirs. Something that's not theirs to determine. Something that's theirs to discover with the parents. It is the responsibility of the parents and the child both to discover what the way is that they should go. But we ask them totally the wrong question. God is the only one with ultimate authority in our lives. God is the supreme authority in the life of the Christian. And thereby, his word is also supreme authority because that comes from him. It is his word to us. And so that is our supreme authority in our lives. So instead of saying, I'm going to train my child to do this, that I want them to do or that they want to do, Instead, the question at the end of high school shouldn't be, what do you want to do? It should be, what have you found that God wants you to do? And you may think I'm splitting it hairs, but I'm not, because it's quite often very stark contrast between what God wants us to do and what we want to do. In fact, in my own life, I came to this conclusion um, in college, while I was heading one direction, but God wanted me to go a completely different direction. But I had bought into the lie of the world that it was my decision, when actually, it's God's. So as we train up a child in the way they should go, let's take a look in Luke chapter 6. This is another very pointed verse about training our children. Luke chapter 6 and verse 40. A pupil is not above his teacher, but everyone, after he has been fully trained, will be like his teacher. A pupil or a student is not above their teacher. So when you are taught, you can only be taught what your teacher already knows. You say, well, that makes sense. But you're also going to be taught and learn and grow and act according to what you have been taught. If you have been taught that 2 plus 2 equals 6 for your whole life, no matter what anybody else says, you are going to fight tooth and nail that 2 plus 2 equals 6, and you can prove it. What your teachers tell you is what you will follow. This is a really interesting thing here, because as we said, and as we've already discovered, God has delegated the authority 
to teach children to the parents. So the parents have the not only the right, but the responsibility to teach their children in the way God wants them to go. What is the way God wants them to go? Career-wise, I can't tell you because I'm not God. However, I can tell you that the vast majority of the way a child should go is already spelled out by God in the scriptures. And so if we are to teach a child the way they should go, we need to be training them in the scriptures. We need to be training them in righteousness. We need to be training them in holiness. We need to be training them in godliness. We need to be training them in the fruits of the Spirit. We need to be training them in ministry. We need to be training them in discipleship, evangelism, which hence we'll go get into another time, should stem from discipleship. We need to be training our children. Now, some can give an argument saying, well, I send my, my kids to school for the general education classes to the government. And then when they come home, I train them the spiritual things. Really? Do you really? And how much training do they get? Because you can't separate the secular from the sacred. You, God developed all truth. If something is true, it is only true because God made it to be true. The sky is blue only because God designed the sky to be blue. If God had designed the sky to be pink, it would have been pink. Only things that God has designed are true. What are they teaching you, your kid in school? Are they teaching them according to God's design? I can tell you if they go to the public schools, they are not. And don't give me the, the excuse that my school is different. Because it's not. Your school may have great teachers, according to the authority of the world and the government. But according to the authority of the scriptures, which is the ultimate authority, your school, if it's a public school, and it's the teachers are, are told what to teach by the government, is not teaching the truth. They're teaching things like evolution. They're teaching things like worldly psychology and philosophies. They're teaching things like the way to, to act around other kids, which is usually more of a negative influence than a positive influence. And if you say, no, the kids are really good at my school, are they good in God's sight? 
or in the government's sight? Are they good because they keep out of jail? Or are they good because they help your child grow in godliness? You can send your child to the public schools. When they come home, you may try to change the indoctrination you're getting they're getting at school and that is really what they are getting is an indoctrination we could go into the foundations of the public education and how the foundations of the public education are humanist they're not scriptural they're humanist in fact public education was resisted even into the 20th century by churches there was a minority of children educated by the government even into the 20th century, into the 1900s. How much time do you have? And how much time does the school have? The average K through 12 student spends more than 14 thousand seat hours in school how much time do you spend training your children in righteousness so you send your child to school in the morning when they wake up they they uh, eat breakfast they brush their teeth they they get their clothes on they get ready for school get their backpack ready whatever they go off to school and they're on the bus for a while they they sit in school they come home and you ask them, what did you learn today? What is the answer? Not much. If they're excited about something, they may go off about something on a certain subject, a history thing, a math thing, you know, whatnot. But you don't know what they really learned, what they really soaked in, the habits that they're forming. They get home. They may have a snack. They do their homework for a number of hours. There's sports, extracurricular activities. If you add all of that up, how much time is left for your discipleship? And how much are you really focusing on discipling your children? See, an hour a day at the most, not enough to combat the 14,000 hours that the public school is pouring into your child. You're not even able to do a fraction of it. Let's take a look at the curriculum. The curriculum of the public schools is controlled by whom? Who sets the curriculum? The government and the teachers unions. It's not you. It's not what you decide you want your child to learn. And it's your responsibility. They don't even ask you. But you have the responsibility to make sure that your children are taught. Who owns 
your child. First and foremost, as we've already talked about, God does. But God has lent your children to someone. Who has he lent your children to? To you. Not to the government. Not to the state. Not to the community. Not to the church. To you. They are your children. For you to determine what they should learn. Not the government to determine what they should learn. Whoever said that the government had the, the ultimate um, knowledge of what's best for my child to learn? And why did, are they so arrogant that they think that they know best? Oh, they've got the experts? Hmm. Yeah, um, experts don't amount for much. They really don't. Because most experts are self-proclaimed experts. And they're not experts in the things that God says we need to be training our children in. I can guarantee that. That is not what the government has uh, endorsed them for. So how does the scripture say that we should train our children? We're going to take a look at that next week. But first, I want to leave you with this thought. The government does not have jurisdiction over your children. The government does not have the authority to tell me how or what I should teach my children. You say, sure they do. It's in the law. Yeah, well, their law is contradicting God's law. And when God's law says, I need to teach my children a certain way, a certain thing, if the government doesn't allow it, the government can take a hike. It is my authority by God to teach my children according to the word of God. If the government says you must have this, this, or that, it's not their authority. It's not their child. They're trying to take ownership of your children, of my children. It's about time we stood up and said, you've gone this far, no more. We will continue this discussion as we look at how does God want me to train my children then next week on Freedom Fridays. Mm -hmm.